Good morning, everyone. It's Judith and Kofi listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome. Hope everybody's feeling good today. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Christmas Eve is Thursday. That is nutty. I have personally been working pretty frantically up until this point. Uh, some industries just never really slow down. <laughs> and uh, as you know, I'm also trying to build my business, uh, which is entertainment, media, uh, content and um, any slow point I get in my full-time gig I you know immediately I have to go and try to you know brand and rebuild and you know I'm doing some fine-tuning you know uh, and, and I have done that before you know when you work with a group of people uh, it you know especially the ones you're in charge of you just kind of have to you know review Make sure everybody's, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And if they're not happy and I'm not happy with their output, you know, you have to fine tune. I'm fine tuning my business for 2021, uh, trying to wrap things up uh, for my full time job uh, for the year and completing projects and things of that nature. So it's a busy time. There's absolutely I mean, this has been a busy year. So I'm hoping that the next two weeks will feel a little less stressed and pressured and more of a relaxation period. I haven't really had a lot of that this year. So I'm hoping, you know, even working from home, uh, I was still very, very busy. Now, I don't believe I could have been as productive had I had to keep going into work eight hours every day. I mean, you don't realize the kind of grind that takes on you, especially if you have a tough job, you know, um, and I do. So it's like, woo, you don't realize how, how just exhausted you are, you know? So I finally don't feel exhausted and that's great. Um, but then you're also like, oh, we're fighting a global pandemic. There's, there's that. So that was interesting, (laughs) but, um, you know, that act of God, got us rid of Donald Trump. I hope to never hear his name again. I was not impressed by him as a businessman or an entrepreneur. And I certainly wasn't impressed by his presidency. And I just wish we would stop talking about him and he would go away. He is fool's gold. And I don't think people are drawn to him for his politics. I don't think it has anything to do with politics. I think people like the idea of someone who just flaunts, uh, you know, everything in into the face of the rules. Like he just doesn't care about rules. He doesn't care about truth or honesty. He doesn't value women. He doesn't. I mean, he just does whatever the fuck he wants. And I think that's what people like. That's what people are drawn to. Uh, you know, grab him by the put. He that's what they like. Uh, yeah. So people who are fans of his, I don't think they care about his politics. They just like the fact that he can flaunt the rules and not pay his taxes and just be this completely obnoxious weirdo and everybody seems to love him or fear him and I don't know what the draw is I don't get it I you listen I'm sure I've said some things on here that have offended people uh but I don't intentionally go around living my life trying to be offensive um I feel like he does you know, I, I think he likes the attention. He's a narcissist. And so the fact that he has gotten this far into the lexicon of of humanity and and 
viewed in a positive way by some people is just mind boggling to me. So I just wish he would go away. You know, if he stops saying his name, maybe he'll go away. That's the way I felt about the Black Eyed Peas. They were one of my least favorite music groups. And I wrote a whole blog about if we would just stop talking about them, maybe they'll go away. Ugh. And no disrespect to them. I just didn't care for that that pop sound. Whatever sound they switched from like hardcore hip hop to that other sound. And I was like, ugh. But um <laughs> I digress. Uh yeah. So anyway. I think people identify with what they think is freedom just to be rude and awful. But there is no freedom in that. You know, there's such a thing as karma. What you put out, you you get back. You know, you reap what you sow. So, yeah, you can go around, you know, talking crazy, but it's going to come back on you. And the fact that he's probably going to jail and some of his children are going to jail, something's going down. You can't pre-pardon people. That makes no sense. That lets us know you already know you did something wrong. So, yeah, justice, I believe, is a, is going to be the thread of 2021 and not this this. I think that's a word that's been overused and kind of misappropriated at times. Justice is just about what's fair. I, people have assumed that justice means something else. I think, like, you know, you, you justice is what it is. You know, as long as justice is truly served universally. It's not going to make everybody happy. You know, this whole notion that even when somebody does something wrong, they they should still be justified. That's not justice. Um, it's just a weird narrative going on out here where I think people just are so emotional and uh, logic just really isn't playing into anybody's narrative right now. And everybody thinks they're right. And even when they're extreme, even when someone's dead ass wrong and they believe themselves to be right, like, that's not, that's not cool. You know, it's, we live in weird times. It, the, it, everything's extreme. You got people all on the extremes, all talking crazy. And it's just like a giant vat of uh, just nonsense and noise. And it's like, when, can the grownups please come back to the negotiation table? <laughs> can the grownups come back into the room? It's just too much. On a much lighter note, but still frustrated, what's up with Pittsburgh? The Pittsburgh Steelers look terrible. That game last night, I turned it off at the half. It was brutal. And before everybody goes in all day, Colin Cowherd is going to go in all day on Mike uh, Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin does not get out there and play. He clearly hasn't lost his defense. The team still rallies, but the defense was out there way too long. The problem starts and ends, I believe, with Ben Roethlisberger and that line. There's something not right about that line because they're not running the ball that well. And then Ben's not seeing the field. And listen, I'm not a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan. I thought that rape thing was just horrible. Um, that uh, that charge he had against him, and I don't even know. what. I know it was an accusation. I don't know if he got ever got charged, but I read the story. Uh, or a story and it was alarming and yes it was a while ago and yes he turned his life around and yes now he's happily married with kids and all that great but there's two that I don't I didn't appreciate the rape story and I also don't like the way when things don't go well Ben is always talking about retiring (laughs) so two weeks ago he's on there talking about well if I'm not 
you know, enjoying what I'm doing, it's time for me to retire. Or if I'm not good at what I'm at, okay, have you already retired? Because you were missing wide open receivers last night. You were trying to thread the needle. It's like, have you been watching Pat Mahomes videos or something? Like Patrick Mahomes is young and he can run and do all the things you used to be able to do 10 years ago, you know, but you can't really do all that now. So what's happening? I don't know. That was really hard to watch. Really, really hard to watch. And it's a changing of the guard. I mean, Josh Allen and Buffalo is amazing. Uh, you you got uh, Justin Herbert in San Diego. He's really fun to watch. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Um, Lamar Alexander. You got, I mean, this is a great time for young quarterbacks. And if you like football, I mean, I, I don't know if I put Baker Mayfield in that category as a great quarterback, but he's fun to watch. His teams, uh, you know, they, they're they scrappy. That Cleveland team is scrappy. And, um, yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I think it's the end of an era for Ben in, in football. Uh, just hang up the cleats. So it would be curious to see what Pittsburgh would do. You know, they, they're, they're a stable franchise. They don't really draft. Uh, they don't intend to draft a lot. They don't even switch coaches a lot. So... We'll see what happens there, but that was that was awful. If you're a Steelers fan, uh, the future looks bright for Cincinnati once once Joe Burrow gets back. Um, but yeah, woof, that was brutal. So I put together a little list of what I think people should be watching as we lean into these last two weeks. If you get a chance to relax, I feel like a lot of people are going to get hammered, and that's a plan, you know, to be drunk for the next two weeks. But also, I think it might be fun to watch some. Uh, uh, to stream some things and I always you know I always have a recommendation and this is going to be a kind of disparate rando list but they're things that I stand by and think people will will enjoy if they watch it I watched this year on Netflix the social dilemma uh, it changed my relationship with social media I log out of Facebook every day uh, Facebook follows you around even when you're not on the using the platform. But if you have it open, they follow you around. And I think they probably figured out a way to even follow you when you close it. But definitely watch The Social Dilemma. Uh, Tiger King was disturbing. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's just a lot of terrible things all in one project. I, I mean, but it was hysterical. And I watched it all the way through. Uh, it's not for everyone. Everyone I know uh, who started it didn't always finish it because it's it's a, a world that I just had no idea existed and these types of people, uh, whoa. So Tiger King was fascinating. That was on Netflix. Uh, HBO, I May Destroy You. I went on and on about it yesterday. I've gone on and on about it since I've seen it. It is just ridiculously interesting and I am so impressed by the by the uh, lead actor uh she wrote directed i don't did she direct each episode i know she wrote and, and produced the show and she wrote every episode and it actually happened to her she was actually uh raped uh by two men on the show i think they make it just seem like it's one but she was she got dosed you know somebody spiked her drink somewhere and she got uh, sexually assaulted, raped by two men. And she wrote a TV show about it, and it is amazing. Uh, whew, Michaela Cole, when I grow up, I want to be like you. Um, 
if you've never seen the movie Chef, check it out. John Favreau actually, I think, went to chef school or cooking school or something to give it some authenticity. Very, very good independent small film, but very good. Really enjoyed Chef. If you got a chance and you're just bored, check that out. Uh, Netflix series Top Boy. The first one is short. It, it, I think that each episode, each series is like four uh, episodes or something. And they named that Summer House. And then uh, Drake came along and resurrected the show and produced uh, a much longer uh, series. I think he gave it like eight to ten episodes. Top Boy. Very good. British. You're going to need your subtitles. But it's very good. Um, really enjoyed that. On Netflix, I like Dead to Me. Uh, Christina Applegate is hostile and hilarious. Uh, there's a a trend I noticed. There's a character on there named Judy, and she's a, a, like a wackadoo. And apparently, there's a bunch of Judys now. It's like, what is the deal with Judys on TV being nuts? Uh, but I've seen more than one. But there's a Judy on Dead to Me that she seems kind of crazy. But uh, good, <laughs> it's a good show though. I enjoyed it. Um, and I and I kind of wish they would just let them be friends without all these shenanigans in the background. But I guess that's not a not a television show. Women just can't be friends. Um, I highly recommend like the first four seasons of Game of Thrones and the first few seasons of House of Cards on Netflix. Uh, Game of Thrones is HBO, of course. Fantastic. In the beginning, it really fell off for the last two seasons for me, but. The, the, and I was okay with the second to last season until I saw the last season. And I was like, really? <sighs> they rushed it. And I mean, they just changed the whole pacing of the show. They just really betrayed what they built in the beginning of the show. But I still think the first four seasons, maybe the first five seasons of Game of Thrones are some of the best television I've ever seen. Uh, really good stuff. All right, so those are some recommendations that you can watch. Uh, I also think you should, should, you know, if you've never seen or if you haven't seen 80s movies in a while, definitely throw in War of the Roses uh, with Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Uh, especially if you've see, only seen Kathleen Turner now, you definitely should see her then. Um, and she was really, really good in that just such a dark funny film i love war of the roses um i was recommending to a a 35 year old i don't even think she's that old uh a young person yesterday (laughs) that she should watch nine to five with dolly parton and jane fonda and lily tomlin because it's still timely 40 years later we're still fighting for the same things not the preposterous part where they kidnap the boss but the the equal rights stuff um but yeah, definitely. I watched it recently within the last five years. And I was like, hey, we're still fighting for this stuff. Um, you know, When Harry Met Sally, always a classic. Pull that one out. That one's good. See if you can find that. Um, uh, let's see. In the 90s. No, or let's jump up to the 2000s. Uh, family, The Family Stone. I enjoy that for the holidays. Plus, longtime listeners know I just love Rachel McAdams movies, and she's definitely in that. Uh, she likes to be in ensemble pieces, um, but she's just always great, you know? I just, somebody, one of my friends was like, you really love Rachel McAdams? I was like, yes, because 
listen to listen watch her movies she's made a ton of excellent movies and she's so good you don't even realize it's still Rachel McAdams there is uh, there are very uh, few actors who become just like chameleons you know watch Mean Girls and then watch State of Play you won't even believe it's the same actor she just really immerses herself the girl from the notebook is the same girl from Mean Girls I don't think people make that correlation all the time and then she's really good in uh, Spotlight and she's just kind of you know washed out looking not really She's not glamorous at all. She's just a a reporter. I mean, listen, the lady is fantastic. She's a treasure. I hope she, uh, I know she's having a family now, but I hope she gets back to work. uh, Because I want to see what the 40-something-year-old Rachel McAdams does, you know? Uh, And I get it. You reach a point where it's like, okay, now I need to have a life. But uh, I'm always fascinated by the roles older actors choose especially older female actors. So anyway, yes, I'm a Rachel McAdams fan. Uh, Everybody who knows me knows that. So whatever. (laughs) She's great. She's like this generation's Meryl Streep. You should watch. She's got a ton of great movies. All right. So anyway, I hope that will help you uh, when you're not hammered and drunk, uh, give you some different options to watch. Uh, And hopefully one day, really, really soon, I'll be able to add my own product uh, projects to that list and, uh, you know, recommend my own movies and TV shows for you to watch. But until then, this is a good list to get started. All right. I hope everybody is uh, leaning into this holiday season. You have earned it. Please take care of yourself. Please wash your hands, wear your mask still. And uh, I'm a natural social distancer, but I get some people aren't, but you still got to do it. All right. (laughs) There's no telling when you're actually going to get the vaccine. And I don't know. I don't want to be first to get it. So, you know, just be smart. Okay. Take care of yourselves. Be your best.